All right, man. Welcome to Crow Triple Seven Radio. This is episode 301. Jason Lindgren is with me, and we have a special guest uh, who contacted us from, let's just say, the Scandinavia area, and he's going to use the pseudonym Sui Generis, which is Latin, an interesting Latin term you can look up, by the way. We're going to get back into, mm, I guess, the overarching way I would describe this as your status, your status in the world. How do you come to be the status that you are? And it starts when you're born. And I, and actually that's not true from the work of Kurt Kallenbach and others. We know that we come to be a lot earlier than the actual birthing event. But what we're going to do here in hour one, we're going to cover documents that have been attained and how they were attained uh, by our guest that add evidence to what goes on when a new life is birthed. We're not talking comes to be at the zygote, although that will be covered. And in hour two, we're going to describe and explain what evidence is derived from the documents that were obtained. And all these documents have to do with the so-called birth of our guest, which he was able to track down. And, and from, you know, we met, I don't know, a week or two ago, I think it was a little over a week ago. And uh, the amount of effort that had to be put in to chase down these documents. And it's kind of astounding that as he was chasing them down, the people in charge have no clue what anything means. <clears throat> it's really quite a, quite a system we've come to, but anyhow, welcome Jason. And a frigid good morning to you. Yeah. We're about to get hit too, uh, from that storm that came through Texas and wreaked havoc, but, uh, you want to just jump in here? Yep. Let's do it. All right. Welcome. Sweet. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for the opportunity to talk with you. Well, we're always, you know, people comment a lot saying, well, which way is it? You know, this guest said this and this guest said that. And I think that's the whole point is to get as many points of view to add, because without Kurt Kallenbach, in my view, we would have been missing one of the most important ideas. Matter of fact, I, wasn't, I had never even considered the idea of the zygote that Kurt put on the table, the moment he said it, uh, a bell rang. I mean, I knew that I had been missing an important idea and all these other people up through the law series have come at different angles. But I think that in the long run, that helps as many angles as we can get. But what you've done here is you've dug in and actually documented chronologically what happened. Uh, this happened, then this happened, this document was generated and, and so forth. Would you like to add anything before we jump in here? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And uh, it's kind of my background as well, because I uh, have done a lot of research on this, but it's very scattered. There are so many different sources and so many different sites and researchers. Some of them are better than others, but it, it's been a long journey for me. And I agree with you also that when Kurt was on, that sort of clicked, it added a, a crucial piece in the puzzle and it really helped me to get this going on another level yeah so, it, kind, uh, it kind of snaps your uh, yeah. mind back from our commerce-based system back to yeah. more spiritual concerns right the, the reality of where we are yeah the reality is the point there and and basically if you look at a lot of people put out all kinds of documents or document templates and you just do this or you say this in court or something like that but if you don't know what it means, if you don't know why you need to say something, then is it is it really wise to do that? Because you know you're you're taking a huge leap of faith using somebody else's document. So what I decided a while ago was that I'm not going to do anything before I before I know what I'm doing. So before I can write my own documents, I'm not going to start just sending people stuff and 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 sort of trying it out and. Now it's becoming pretty clear and, and, and there's no problem. I'm, it's fun to listen to these episodes because there's a lot more perspective to what people say. And, and that sort of connects to uh, what I'm about to talk about as well. All right. So before we jump in, I'll ask a point blank question. Um, with everything that you've learned that we will lay down in this episode, is it your intention to reestablish your standing on the tail of all the research you've done? Will you do something to change, I don't even know what the words are, to how you're classified uh, by the commerce-based system? I think it's done already. Mm. Okay. It's it's interesting thing. It, it's, it's really, when we go through this documentation, it's, it's actually on the record already. But it might not 
work like this for for everybody but but basically i don't see the reason why you could not use their own documentation to prove it all right so i'll say one more thing before you get started um this since the majority of the subscribers here are uk united states canada mostly what we consider the western world you'll have to use your brain to associate and i'll do a quick breakdown here there's going to be a chronology of what happened and the documents that are generated at the so-called birth now we're going to open with pregnancy notes from what he calls the pregnancy ward now i'm not a hundred percent sure that in the united states and other places uh we use those words verbatim but i do suspect that there are counterpart documents that play the same role so here's what we're going to cover in hour one Pregnancy ward notes and the laboratory records, the cesarean section report, the birth report, the certificate of live birth, the notification of a child on the popular register. There's one that that may need to be translated. The population register, extract from the population register, uh, again, the birth certificate, and then the correspondence that we did with various government officials. And I think that's enough to get you going. So... Go ahead, lead us in. All right. Yeah, so it really started from these episodes, and I knew that the birth certificate is sort of a a crucial document, and I saw a couple of videos from all over the world on that, and um, I never had one myself, so I, I, I thought, okay, let's dig into this. I ordered one myself, and it was an easy thing. I just clicked through a website. And there was a question whether or not I want it certified. So basically, what you can attach to it or ask to be attached is a, a certification by the authorities uh, on the authenticity of that document, which is used typically internationally. If you take one government document to another country, then you need to prove it's 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 the real deal. Then you have that certification there. So I got that. They send it. And then I took a look at it. I read through it. And it was really on that certification, uh, one sentence that caught my eye. And it's like a classic, you know, it was in small print, kind of like, you know, under the the main part of the document. And what it said was that this certificate, so it was done properly. So it was stamped and hand signed. And this, well, there was a certification of authenticity, but it said that this certification is specifically on the fact that this is an extract from the population uh, register, but it's not a certification of the content to be correct. <laughs> and that was that sort of triggered the whole waterfall here, because I then just immediately wrote them back. I was There was the person who certified it, her name was on it, so I just wrote her back. And ask, uh, what what does this mean? How do I know this is correct? Was basically my question. And then we did some uh, email emails back and forth. And I proceeded to ask, well, what is, how did you get this information on the record? Because I didn't know at that time. And then a few emails later, she laid out the process, how it worked at the time. So basically she said that there's a document that uh, the hospital sends to the uh, uh, to the keeper of the population register or the registrar and then the registrar makes another document which then becomes the source document for the register entry into the record or the population record let me just cut in for a second here i may be mistaken but i think what's going on here is the equivalent where we are in the united states that might be the idea of a birth certificate from the hospital, and then a new one gets made up at the state level, but I'm not certain. Go ahead, sweetie. Yeah, so you have to be very careful with the, the terms here. That's why I individually named these documents. And these, these are the real names or titles of the documents here, because they, they, they're not the same thing. This hospital doesn't give out birth certificate. It gives out a certificate of live birth. Right, uh, right. I uh, misspoke, of course. Yeah, and this is this is very important because it's a different document. And then there's the third document, which is sort of in between those two, which is the notification of a child to the population register. So let's go through this and let's go now. So then when I started digging back 
on that path. So basically, I contacted everybody who was sending or producing these documents back at the time. And I asked them to send a copy to me because I, I was just digging deeper and deeper. And I got it all. So basically, now if we jump in and, and start going through the documents in a chronological order, not, not chronologically how I got these, but chronologically what, what happened, I think that makes more sense. So if I just start from uh, the first one, so basically, obviously, the hospital had the first records. And the first ones are my mom going uh, uh, you know, for visits and checking like lab tests and whatever when you're pregnant. And those records, they might not be that important, but I think there's a good uh, detail there, which is the fact that those prove that I was alive before the birthday. Because, you know, there's, there's, there's mentions like, you know, kicking and moving and, you know, whatever. Just a small detail, which might become handy here later on. And then the first really, really important document was when my mom went to the hospital. And they actually did like an emergency C-section. I don't know all of the details of why that happened, but uh, basically they have it pretty well documented. So there's two documents specifically. There's the actual, you know, when you do an operation in a hospital, you have to write the report. So the surgeon writes a report of what happened, what did they do? And that is like, it's a a journal entry. So it's just a free hand, blank paper, typewritten explanation of what, what happened. Now, on that document, there's a couple of really important details. So he describes the whole process chronologically, and basically the crucial part is that he describes how he took me out after cutting open my mom's belly. And then after that, later on, he describes cutting the cord, which is what Kalamba is talking about in that sequence. So basically, it evidences me being around as a whole man before that cut. Uh, Now, interestingly, that report is dated the next day because this was late in the evening. So the report is not dated on on the day that they call the birthday. Now, the next piece of evidence is the is what it's called birth report. It's a hospital document. Again, it's a it's a form like a template with boxes and little tiles on the boxes of what to write there. So that that's a super interesting one because it has two sections. It has one section which is titled the child and another section which is titled the birth. And the section where it says the child has the measurements of the boy, like time of birth and the weight and a bunch of other stuff. And then under the section birth, it has the measurements and the time of birth of the placenta, the weight, and basically the same data under two different headings. And the placenta is under the heading birth. Okay. And this, this is hand signed by a nurse. So I know who did it, where it was done. And then um, again, this one was dated after the, the next day, because basically this is, uh, again, late in the evening, they did it the next day based on whatever they remembered or whatever. So, so then the next document is the certificate of live birth. And you, you've heard a lot about this document. People mention it a lot, it, a lot, and it's not the birth certificate. It's a certificate of live birth. And it's super important to get that term right because the latter part of it, the live birth is actually a term of art. I'll explain it later. You said a term of art, right? Yeah. So okay. term of art. So term of, just let's do a quick detour on that. Term of art is any word that is used in a specific scientific context to mean something and typically something else than what the conventional meaning of that word is. So a good example and and handy one in this research also is child. Because if you look, and there are like, there are term banks and dictionaries and whatever on all these different different 
let's say, specialities. So people use different terms. Uh, so, for example, in computer, ch- com- you have a meaning for child in computer science. And it's just a term people use, but it's a term that has become kind of like a codified normal term. And everybody sort of knows in that area of research or area of work what, what it means. But these words are exactly the same words as you would have in conventional language. So when they are used, you don't actually know what the meaning is. It, it's the same word. Like all the letters are the same, but you don't know what the meaning is unless it's somehow footnoted or explained. And this is kind of the big realization I had through through this process. Now, that's why it's called Certificate of Live Birth. Now, you can go and look what live birth is, and I can send, I can post links to the to the forum, to these term banks, and you can check it out. So basically that Certificate then, interestingly, is dated. It's a signed and dated document, but it's dated on the birthday. So that was dated. It's, it's a backdated document, obviously, but it's still dated on that date. Is it, is um, it significantly back? I mean, are we talking just no, like the next no. day they did it, or is it like a month later no. they did it? No, what I mean is that the, it's dated on the date when the C-section happened. But it's obviously not made on that date because it was late in the evening and they were in the operation theater. So they they catch up. Yeah. Did you have any trouble getting the certificate of live birth versus getting a birth certificate? Because on a Google search, which I've done multiple times, the term certificate of live birth always just gets kicked over to birth certificate in a Google search. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want you to find that certificate of live birth. And nobody, by the way, nobody wanted to send these documents to me. They, they, it, it took a long time. It took more than a year to wow. get this. So I had to go back and forth a lot. It's a little different too, because this particular document, I'm guessing, has to come from the hospital. Yeah. So yeah. this is a hospital document and the right. birth certificate is a population register document. That's the, that's the difference. People listening in this part of the world, what we're saying is, if you remember past episodes, the certificate of live birth would be the one the doctor in the hospital is signing, in most cases here. And then the later version, the birth certificate, uh, is the one that has been described as being made by the state and of lesser use than the live birth certificate, which we just informed you was very difficult to get his hands on. Yeah. So then now think of this, think of all of these documents now as creating a record, creating a public record of what happened, because that's what, that's what they are. So now we're at the moment where they issue from the hospital a certificate. And you know, they, if you look at the local laws, typically you would have a law which mandates the government to do this or the hospital to do this. And here they actually require to, for them to issue three three authentic copies of this. I don't know why. I don't know who gets those copies, but there's three. They need to produce three. It's specifically mentioned in the law or the statute that that sort of says that. So now this one, it's again, it's a form template and all of those boxes on the form have some kind of a title of what to write there. But as we've seen, you don't know what those words actually mean because they can be terms of art or they can be normal words. So this one, you have the information about the baby filled in. And note this, so in the previous document, you had two measurements, the placenta and the boy, separately, separate from each other. But in this one, you only have the measurements of the boy. And this is the certificate of live birth we're describing, right? Yeah, yeah. So already at that at this point, if we look at what Colin Barr and other other researchers have said, this this is all all fake already. This is not the truth. Only document that has the truth in it is the C-section report, because it because evidences you as a whole man. Yeah, Th- there's no separate pieces. Right, it's it's one thing, same DNA. Everything well, is from the zygote. You, you just pointed out a crucial thing because in the minds of most of us that have been listening along, we get the impression that 
the importance of the certificate of live birth from KL and others. But what you're pointing out here on the chronology that you've carefully put together is even by the time you get to the certificate of live birth, the fraud is already perpetrated. Yeah, it's already fake. And, and, and on top of that, on top of the, the fact that the content of that document is false and untruthful, nobody knows what this information means, what it's supposed to mean. So if you, if you, if you know law, if you've studied law, you know that the intent is a really crucial thing in a lot of, basically in everything. What's written, if you have a contract, it's very crucial to know what the intent was. You have to know that. You have yeah. to have a meeting of the mind. So this yeah. is fraud on a whole other level, because yeah. as you pointed out to me earlier, even the people who made the document don't know what the damn words mean. Exactly. So, and that's very clear from the correspondence. They don't know. They don't even know what I'm asking. I sent them like 250 questions and not, I got very few answers and, and a lot of answers where they all tried to say, I don't know. We don't know what this means. And I dug out those terms of art and I have like five different meanings for one word. And I'm asking which one of these meanings is supposed to be interpreted in this document. And they say, I don't know. We have, we have no guidelines. Uh, okay. Unreal. So, and, and that yeah. kind of speaks to the length of how long this fraud's been going on, doesn't it? C correct. But it's good. This is all good because Evidence. this is so obvious. This right. is so evident. This is just total nonsense. Okay. And then there's an interesting detail on that certificate of live birth. There's a, 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 a little sentence on top saying this is to be issued for every live birth kind of indicating that there's multiple live births here. And then another interesting detail is that the live birth is written in a funny way. So basically the live is you have the letters separated from each other. So you have one letter space, another letter space. Wow. So, so it's not like it's not correct, grammatically correct. That, so that almost feels like it's a, if that was done in the country I live, I would suspect that it's an acronym, right? Where each letter mm -hmm. represents something. But I, I didn't. That that's yeah, strange. Or, or it's or it's plausible deniability. Or mm. they are they are also misleading the people who work there, because mm. then they can say that well, whatever you filled in there, this doesn't mean anything. That's crazy. You know, this is all. It's all like. Unreal. Ridiculous. Okay, so basically, I asked, why, "Why is it written like this, and what's the grammatical meaning? What 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 does this word <laughs> even mean?" So well, we nothing, know. nothing back. Of course, you know these yep. guys can't answer these questions. But it's good to ask these questions because, as you know, not answering a question is a legal act. So basically, if they don't, it's it's the kind of the same thing as silence is acquiescence. Yep. But it's not really the same thing because silence in itself is not the thing. It's the fact that you stay, si you stay silent. Then that's an act. It's not a word. It's not an expression. It's an act. And the act is what matters. So the act of staying silent is a legal act. And it okay. becomes a bit of a proof in the way you're laying down uh, everything yeah. you've gathered. Yeah, exactly. So now, right. now I have more than a year of correspondence where they basically dig themselves in a hole. So this is the last document, the certificate of live birth is the last document where you have any reference to any biological matter. Everything from there on is all, there's no reference to anything biological. There's no weight measurements or nothing. And also on this certificate of live birth, and this might vary from country to country, but in my case, there's no name on it. So there's no name. There's just the measurement. And then that document, according to the registrar, is sent to whoever is sort of in charge of the population register, which at the time was the church. In many countries, that used to be the case, especially in Europe. So then they take the information and they start producing the next document. Which the church is the does? Yeah. Okay. Which is the so notification of a child to the population register. So it's not the certificate itself. There's this additional document in between. Now, this document dates forward from the operation date two months and three days. So basically, two months, three days later, they issue this document. 
there's two copies of this. I got both of them. One is from the church archive and one is from the registrar, the population register archive. So, so let me, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but let's make a point here for people in my part of the world. First of all, what you should know about SWE is the church he's referring to is almost certainly Protestant, okay, just to get it on the record. I don't think in most places in the United States we have this interaction with the church per se. I could be wrong, but I think the population register, as SWE describes it in his part of the world, might be equivalent to the United States calling it the state document, because to me it seems like the documents that are generated have a similar purpose. So it is possible, and I don't know this for sure, that what SWE is calling the population register, like for me, would be the state of California. Okay, go ahead, SWE. Okay, so when I got this process description originally from the registrar, she said that the process is the hospital, and then the next step is the church or the police, and then it's back to the population register. The police? So I... Yeah, police. So I basically brushed off that police part because back at that moment, because I thought they meant people who were, were like had a civil marriage or, you know, if you're not part of the member church. of the church, so then you would go to the police to do the kind of like the magistrate registration, whatever. I don't know anything about that, but I was assuming that's the reason. But then that particular detail comes in later on. I'll explain it. I found out what it might mean. Okay, in, in any case, it was the church. But important thing, the church was operating in the capacity of the record keeper. So they were operating in the capacity of a state's official when they were doing this document. That, that's a huge tell. Even though for most parts of the world this has changed, it even shows you that a Protestant church system is still in the loop here. And I think that's a crucial piece of evidence. Yeah, it was the hardest source to get information from. They were, they were very hostile from very, very beginning. Okay. Everybody was like, I had to do some email correspondence with the head of legal department of the church <laughs> to get this. So, but I, How, but I how can it. that be, Swee? These people are in charge of your spiritual existence. They recognize <laughs> yeah. the zygote, right? <laughs> yeah, it was... Yeah, I, I think they recognize it better than, than many people guess. Yep. Uh, but I got it, and all good. So now it's more, more evidence. So, okay, so what do they do? They have, they fill in some of the information there, which is basically the parts of the information that you can find on the hospital documents, but no measurements of anything like, biological. Like Are we talking dates? What? See, the church has no yeah. direct no direct linkage for the church yeah. to be filling anything. So are we talking just yeah. dates and things? Yeah, no, and get this. My first question was, who gave this document? Because this is signed by the church. This is not signed by my parents. So this is the notification that created the population register entry. And it's given by the church. Mm. It's not given by my parents. Like, like a bishop or something? Do you know who, who actually signed it? Were they high-ranking yeah, yeah. or was it a functionary? Well, that's, 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 that's another funny detail here because it's signed by the stamp of the church. Ah. It's not signed by hand. <laughs> Further So fraud. basically nobody knows. And I asked, who, did, who signed this? And they said, oh, we don't know. There's just a stamp as a signature. And I said, well, who, who used that stamp? Who, who did this document? Who's the author? And we don't know. No, we don't have any records. The okay. body politic. When you're saying the church, is it the same church that your parents are members of? Yeah, so this document is, is interesting because basically the church first fills in information that they at least say they got from the hospital. They couldn't specify who gave that information to them, and they, could, they did not say that it came from the certificate of live birth. So they just say, we got it from the hospital. Nobody knows who and when and how. Okay. But you somehow got this information here. And then there's another section on that document, which is hand-filled, which is hand-filled in probably by my parents. And that's where they put in the name. And they sign it by hand, but 
they in the signature box it specifically says that they are signing in the in the capacity of an informant so they are not giving the document they are not creating the document they're just informants and then there's the godparents who are witnesses and all that so when you say informant is there something about the art of language to let you know that or are you just understanding Uh, that they are giving information which makes them an informant no so this is the crucial part the big realization is this i asked them who owns this document and who gave this notification and they said the church so the, the church is notifying the register, not my parents. It's their document. It's their um, creation. Yeah. It's, not, it's not my creation. It's not my parents' recreation. The information they filled in, they got from somewhere they don't know where, and they signed that document. They give the information. It's their creation. They are the author. Okay. So that whatever they created is their creation. Let, let me ask you a question here, and if you... Tell me it's none of my business. I'll understand. So what we're looking at here is every living being that comes into the world is being implicated in the church, first of all, regardless. But it occurs to me that what's being done here is most people are going to end up being baptized. Um, If you don't mind me asking, were you baptized at a later date? I don't remember. (laughs) You don't remember, but I'm (laughs) I'm guessing that's part of the intent to further suck you in. Um, well, look, could, I don't, I, I, and this is, this, that's a great question because I can say, I don't remember. And these records that you've produced, you've shown me now, they are wrong. Right. You know, it's got nothing to do with me. And it's fraud because they have no firsthand <laughs> knowledge yeah. of anything. Exactly. But it so doesn't how, matter so, because the thing they're commenting on is a fraud yeah. in the first place already. Yeah. So my question to them was, this name is here. The, the name is now you're you're sending a notification you're notifying the register of this name so who which which biological matter <laughs> got this name <laughs> because there's no there's nothing on this paper you can't pinpoint who this name is given to we we uh, kind of know though don't we yeah we well, because the earlier documents of course they evidence that there's two two things here so this is the uh, lost at sea. <laughs> the supposed, this is the supposed dead entity that doesn't exist in our world being imaginarily brought to not life and then, and then insinuated <laughs> yeah. into a system that is so foul that I'm surprised we don't plug our noses every time we walk in the street. Yeah, Unreal. and, then, and then it's, 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 it's all over the place. There's two copies of this same document, one from which is at the registrar, and one which is at the church archive. Now get this, the content is different. So there's some, some differences between the documents. Identify the two ar- documents, Sui, so we don't get confused. No, so there's the, there's, I'm talking about the same document, notification of a charge to the population register, which was okay. created by the church and sent, sent to the population register in order to make a population register entry. And there's two copies of this document. So there's the copy that's at the church, and then there's the copy that the registrar received. And there's some markings on the registrar copy, which is sort of in the sequence, the, the, the later one, that nobody can explain what those markings are and why they are there. So somebody added some codes on the paper, and nobody can say who did that and what do they mean. What, what do they look like? Uh, well, kind of the same as you would have on your dollar bill. You know, it's like numbers and letters. Numbers and letters, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's on the social security card and that's on the birth certificate. Yeah, right. but it, it's not any number that I've seen before. Can it be searched? Have uh, you tried yeah, to take I, those I haven't quotes? been able to track it. Nobody, nobody, everybody refuses to answer. Everybody just says that we don't know. And look, get this. I'm emailing directly with the chief inspector of the registrar. Hmm. And she doesn't know what that is. They have the paper. KL said that those were file numbers. Yeah, they're probably file numbers, but file numbers of who, whose file numbers are these? <laughs> I know whose file oh, numbers is there they another, are. Is there another, yeah, is there another party here? <laughs> 
let's let's just sum up really quickly. So I know damn well whose file numbers those are. It's a, it, it's a thing that doesn't exist that is going to be a ball and chain for the rest of our lives. But let's make a point here. In the way this has been scribed, I'm going to ask a simple question. And I'll just leave it out there. I'm not trying to insult people, but this is evidence beyond. You, you can't you can't argue what's been laid out here. Was the church ever there in this situation to minister to the spiritual concerns of a human being? Not a fat chance in hell. What they were actually there to do was to create the straw man, the lost at sea identity, the fraud that has perpetrated the modern era. So, and the, the reason I made such a big deal to say, hey man, this is Protestant church, is everyone thinks there's a break between the Catholics and the Protestant. Poppycock all day long, they're both engaged in the same overarching thing, yeah. which is but what look, we are describing here. Yeah, look, but, but, but don't be too harsh because most of the people working in these institutions have no clue what they're doing. True. They're reading these papers the same way as, as, as we are. And, and don't and they, understand. They know them. even less about this terminology in terms of art and whatever. And it's always been done like this. And they get some kind of a, you know, somebody else who did it before just teaches them, yeah, you take this and you write it in this so, box. So the and, reason I brought this up is this is the whole idea of joining groups. What you're saying, you know, the people working there are probably good, decent people for the most part. That's the point. Yeah. But the overarching organization has been up to no good, and it is such secret no good that even the bishop there probably has no idea what these documents are doing. Maybe. I, I asked them, okay, these are all templates. So this notification is a template form. Again, it's like a paper with boxes, and the boxes have little titles in them, what to write in them. And then there's even a little side note on it saying that um, please see the instructions basically on on how to fill in the document. And I said, well, can you send me those instructions that this document refers to? And they say, well, no, we don't have it. Okay. Hmm. Then the next question was, well, who, who created this document template? Can you ask whoever created this, what did they mean by these terms? Well, we don't know who created it. <laughs> okay. So it's pretty, pretty crazy. And now, okay, so now it's in. So they sent that in. And now we have a population register entry. That goes from, I just want to keep it straight here. So what you're describing is it went from the church to the population register? Yeah. Okay. And then somebody punches it in on a computer system or now this all, everything, by the way, probably now happens electronically. So it, it's probably even more difficult to get these. And, and the meaning of words is probably even more obfuscated. But basically, this information goes there. And remember, how much crucial information is now already dropped out of these documents? So this is like a Chinese whisper, right? Because it's right. documented over and over again, and the content is always different. And the actual government entity who fills in the forms is different. So... At this point, nobody knows what the meaning is anymore. So and now they make the registration. So then you can take out from that register, you can take a birth certificate. And they say that, yeah, we have this kind of an entry in this record. So this is a public record. And this birth certificate is here. So we have this record here. But when you dig in how that was created, it's just all over the place. This, it doesn't mean anything, or nobody knows what it means. And it can, be me, it can mean a thousand things because you have four or five documents here with unknown meaning and unknown authors. So we, uh, we got about 15 minutes. Can we get through the rest of our one notes in that time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're at the, uh, we just have the correspondence left. Okay. So basically, in that sense, my conclusion is that the birth certificate doesn't mean anything. Because you have like 200 ways to rebut that if you have these documents. Nobody can answer this. It doesn't matter. And it, it's total. Undefinable? Would you use that word? You can't define what's actually there? It's unknown. Unknown. 
if somebody, you know, I don't know if anybody knows what those terms are supposed to mean, but if somebody claims that they know, then they should be able to explain it. Doesn't there have to, you see, this is, as you were describing this, and I've already heard the first conversation we had, what I began to think about this time as we speak is doesn't, don't the existence of these documents have to be backed up by a law somewhere? Didn't a law have to be passed to say, this is how we do it. This is how you conduct yourself. But the more that I hear you speak, I'm wondering if that even happened or even a policy, even a corporate policy. Here's our corporate policy. Our corporate policy demands that we have these documents and these procedures. But as you're pointing out, there's not apparently a living soul that you can get a hold of that knows. Yeah. So now for the correspondence, the, the emails that I have, there's a ton of them. They confirm a bunch of things in, in, in their replies, although they don't answer a lot of specific questions. But they confirm, first of all, they confirm the process of what I described, how that happens, how the information sort of flows through these different parties and then ends up on the register. Or actually, I should say that cre- that whole process creates the register or the record, if you want. That whole process is a record, is a public record that then ends up being a, a, a register entry. But the whole thing is a, is a record. And then they confirm that the government is the author of all of these documents. So they this is their record. It's not my record. It's their record. They created something and they described something that they created and they put it on their record. So they are the author of none of these documents are done by anybody in, in my family. No direct, no direct witness, no direct knowledge, none of yeah. that, basically. Yeah. And I would yeah. further point out before you continue, this just didn't happen where Sui lives. Everyone listening to this almost certainly, what does that tell you? about our world but go ahead yeah. sweet they, they, so then they say they don't know what the terms are supposed to be they didn't even know that there are terms of art they have no knowledge who filled this information where did it come from and then they they also give out a very crucial piece again they said that because i started asking how do you know this information is correct they said well see in government operations you don't need to question the information that you get from another official. So if you get information from another government entity, it's presumed to be correct. And I think that's a very, very, very important thing to realize here. Because now that Chinese whisper just became their truth. Does that have to be certified? So they don't require, no, No. it's just whatever is said is accepted. Whatever they get, whatever they get, it's authentic in their world. Wow. So what they did was that they created a record which they only can interpret and it can be interpreted in a thousand different ways because they are the only ones who supposedly know what it's, how it's supposed to be interpreted and they don't need to question it. So if this record is used, for example, in court, the court doesn't need to question it. That's the truth that then needs to be rebutted by whoever says that, that's not the case. Now, how do you do that? You're doing that. Uh, Yeah, well, if somebody wants to talk about that, I can produce a couple of documents. Right. Right. So they have a record which they assume to be correct. And because they can presume that it's correct, they got it from another official, they don't need to question it. So that's, that's uh, that's a big one. So, so it's, it's basically a legal fiction. They created it. They take it as the truth. They know it's incomplete information. It's unknown meanings, unknown sources. But it's true. In their, in their view, in their system, that's the truth. And by the way, that's the only record. And this is important. This is Kalemba talk about this also. It's the only record. So... What, what record are you going to use if you, if you start rebutting it? You have to use the same record. So you have to dig into their record and be able to show where did they go wrong. Or you have be, <laughs> gonna have to be able to grill them on what does it mean? Where did they get it from? 
And that's why I think this approach works pretty well because now there's like a suitcase full of documentation that I can put on the table. All right. Well, I'll start to sum up. Is this a good time to sum up? Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm chomping at the bit to get into hour two so we can start to outline what all this evidence is, if that's the correct word. But I would point out here, we've gone at law a lot of different ways. Uh, some law more specifically towards the idea of being born or when does a human life start. We owe a debt to certain people. Colin Bach. Without what Colin Bach did, we would all be flipping in the breeze to some degree. All the people who have come at it from different angles. Sui now, who spent Lord knows how many months of his life trying to track this back. And there are some differences here, but there are some things that the work done here proves beyond the shadow of doubt. How is it that some place in Scandinavia is up to the same thing that some place in Texas is up to, or Japan, or Lord knows, most places in the world? How did that happen? I think we all know how that happened. How is it that a Protestant church is engaged in the same process that we were reasonably sure was started by the Catholic church. There's an overarching system that was put in place and some of the work that Swee's done here, like the art of a term, nobody knows what the hell these things made or where they came from, or even why this form needs to be filled out or why we are filling it out in the way we are. But that had to start somewhere, didn't it? And so I just want to say thank you, Swee, for all your work. And Jason, do you want to get anything in? I want to wrap up and get into hour two here. Well, I don't know if he has the answer, but I'm curious if the church aspect of this is removed in certain countries. Yeah, I don't think it works like that anymore. I don't know. In, you know, Different countries have different systems. But, but obviously, the, there is another route. So basically, I think these days you would just fill in something at the hospital and then that's pretty much it. Or I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I know. I know for here. I know for here. Um, there was a little bit of that kind of going on. Typically, what you were doing is stating what your religion. Are you Catholic? Are you Protestant? Are you Baptist? But uh, when I was born all the way back in the 60s, there was this idea that after you stated your religion, there was going to be a baptism further trying to seal the deal. Um, of some supposed contract that had been entered into or whatever you want to say. But um, it doesn't matter because we're going back to decades ago that shows in certain parts of the world what had been taking place slowly morphed away. But we can still implicate that the church had a place in that. What's, what I'm waiting to hear about, too, is it's interesting to me that the police were involved all the way back there. I, I want to hear a little bit more about that. But Guys, can we can we wrap up this hour and prep for hour two? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. So there it is, man. Uh, so, so interesting. So much work done to get an actual, factual, chronological breakdown of what occurred at the so-called birth of our guest in the nation which he resides. Uh, that's the first hour of episode 301. Join us at crow777radio.com for hour two, where we are going to try to demonstrate what all this evidence amounts to. In other words, what can we deduce that is provably correct? Um, although I'm guessing a lot of you listening understand exactly where the fraud took place and what's gone on. I mean, I'm not sure we have an equivalent where I am, where the placenta and the afterbirth gets measured and documented and the living boy or girl. Crazy. But join us on the other side at crow777radio.com and we're going to break this down into as much factual evidence or the result of facts that come from the evidence as we can. There it is, man. I'd like to wish you all a happy, healthy, and higher-minded new era. Cheers.
enemies of knowing. <laughs>